0: After photographing for the past 18 years, I am sharing with you tips and tricks to cut through the excess noise because I believe from the moment you said yes, your planning experience should be a magical time in your life. Here you'll find episodes that are fun, stress-free, and straight to the point, with a fresh, honest take about the reality of what you really need to know about planning your perfect day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends i am your host sarah zarella and i'm here with
1: daniel phillips
0: and we are doing our final segment we did a three-part segment we did our first segment on wedding photography our second segment was on just random tips and today's segment is on trends trends that are happening in your wedding it doesn't have to just be photography trends and things that we love and things that we're like eh we can do without so if you just want to kind of be in the know of the trends that are happening right now uh, in wedding photography and just also at your at weddings in general and also too, we talk about trends that we should bring back this is definitely the podcast episode for you it's short it's sweet and it should be fun welcome back to wedding secrets unveiled podcast friends so hello Dan hello and we're back this is our three-part series on photography so the first one was obviously the business end like just all about wedding photography and then so if you haven't listened to it go back and tune into it and then we just did some tips and tricks so like from random tips and tricks and I just think you guys should definitely tune into that episode it was so random but so full of knowledge and now we're going to talk about some wedding trends that are happening right now and wedding photography These are not all of them. They're just some trends that we're seeing. So right off the bat, I want to get into editing. We have a whole episode on editing and retouching, but obviously there are so many different styles of wedding trends, right, Dan? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's so many different styles of editing. So you got to find your love, right? But with everything, the pendulum goes one way and then the pendulum goes the other. I mean, you see it, right? The, the Pantone colors, you see it. You see the house decor. Like, you know, you'll see a trend happening. And then, you, you know, like, for example, like the grays and the whites were really popular. And now, like, colors in your kitchen is really popular. And then what happens with that? Then it goes back. Like, same thing with fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Like, colors coming in and out. So um, the the trend Back, of like, like, I would say 10 years ago, was very saturated color. What would, so what's the opposite of very saturated colors? Light and airy. Right. So then everything was light and airy. And then what's the opposite of light and airy? Everything went dark and moody. So that's the trend that we're seeing right now. But we're coming out of that and we're going back into more realistic color palette is what I'm seeing right now as far as editing goes. So just... So for trends right now that are out there right now, we're seeing a little bit of a trend with your editing style. So you just got to figure out, are you a trendy person and you want to stay on trend or do you want to stay a classic and be aware of the trends and that they will come and go.
1: So one of the trends um, were or candid moments. So it's kind of a funny thing where people say like, oh, I'm a photo journalistic, right? So I all I capture is candid moments. And that's all well and good. And a lot of times you see a few photos that are like, wow, that was really them hanging out and doing this and that. I don't find that that type of photographer captures everything that people want. So like you might say like, oh yeah, I want a candid photographer. I want all the candid moments. Um, And um, you know, I want to be totally hands off. It's like, just know what you're getting when you ask for that. You're you're not going to get a photo with you and somebody specific, um, you know, the formals, the um, a lot of times what happens is if there's times for formals with just the, the bride and groom, uh, if you're not getting posed, I I find that I mean, I think we both find that people want to have a little bit of direction if they're not doing anything or they're refusing to be posed or, um, you know, even like set up to be photographed, Um, They don't know what to do. I mean, not everybody's a model. Not everybody like, you know, knows all the things. Um, Personally, we don't really like pose. We more like set people up to have like a cute moment. And usually those moments look candid um, and we do capture candid stuff. But um, it's just it's it's a thing. It's tough because you set people up to have candid moments. Um, and you grab candid moments. Um, but just just getting that, um, I guess you could just want that. But, you know.
0: Well, that's what's on trend. Yeah. So what's on trend right now currently is people are wanting – overly candid, like just candids. So that's the answer to the traditional posed shots. Gone are the days when it's all traditionally posed shots. But now it's on trend, like you said. The pendulum goes one way, it goes the other. It's like all these candids. But I think I agree with you, Dan. I mean, listen, do you want to be on trend or do you want your image for your wedding day to be timeless? Because you can have both. You can have both. So just know that the trend right now that we're seeing is people are thinking they want all these candids. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm with you, Dan. I'm all about... A happy medium so have both the other trend that i'm seeing right now is film photography so you're also seeing this in video right now too where people are wanting to make it like a super eight um, millimeter film like there's the grain people are actually bringing back film it's happening wedding photographers are shooting film that is a trend so you know you can either shoot your photography to look like film. You can actually shoot film. So that's a trend. Again, take it or leave it. Do you want to be on point with the trend or? You know? I think
1: you would just need to get somebody who specifically shoots that way. Uh, it's so different that um, if somebody's just like, you know, I could try that. I'll buy a film camera and I'll shoot your, you know, your wedding with film. Um, it's just the, the way they used to do it is you'd get not as many images because, you know, film's expensive. So it's like it takes
0: time to load into the camera. It right? takes time
1: yeah. finesse. I mean, you yeah. can think you're done and the camera pops open and all of your film is, you know, toast. Um, I guess if you have somebody that does that, you're going to get a lot less images. And if you have something specific that you want, um, you know, a group or something, somebody might blink and you don't take images the same way you would you do with digital, you shoot less. So you got to be okay if there's a lot of missed things and a lot of people blinking, people not quite making the right expression. Um, So, yeah, Um, and I feel that like if you want that look, you can get it digitally like you can, you know, like it's it's not a thing, it's a trend. So like if
0: you want that look, I mean, again, not every photographer does that. I mean, we know how to do it. We don't do it, uh, us personally. But there's photographers out there. So, and I actually, we have friends that shoot both digital and film. So, like Dan is saying, I mean, there's it. There's a pros and cons. Research it. I mean, because shooting film, there's a lot of logistics that go with it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you can use that with a digital and make it look like that. It's on trend. So just, it's there. It's just, you like it. I will tell you one trend that's out there right now, is direct. On camera shooting straightforward flash. Yeah, yeah. I I personally don't understand the trend.
1: <laughs> it's like a. I don't
0: want to insult anybody. It's like an doing American
1: it. apparel. It's more of a fashion kind of thing.
0: But I just feel like when it I comes know. to your wedding day, I feel like understanding the trends that are out there are awesome. But again, what do you want your wedding images to be like? Time like there should be this timeless approach. So maybe yeah. putting. Some of those in, if you want to be on trend, fine. But again, it's like it comes with there. It does come with a sacrifice because um, a trend's a trend. It comes in hot and it leaves really hot. Hence why it's a trend. Mm-hmm. But that's popular right now. And yep. you know, like, how do you explain the look I'm talking about?
1: Uh, it's like direct flash. It's um, it's, it's not it's, it's not just- flattering.
0: But it's but it's high fashion high fa- and it's, so people, it's a fashion yeah so like obviously for models who are just beautiful they can take that light right
1: and it it like i think when you photograph a model like that they have great skin and it like gives you jawline but if you're you know just like dancing at a party you're gonna get hit by some flash and it's gonna not gonna be flattering <laughs> so another trend that i'm seeing is um photos taken by guests or like um the you know, the couple giving uh, either Instax or instant film on the um, tables at the reception or something like that, or giving them out during cocktail hour and saying, take pictures. And I understand why that's fun and quirky and cool and artsy. You're gonna get these Instax or Polaroid pictures. Um, I would just be aware that when people take them, they put them in their pocket and you almost never see them they almost if they take a picture with their phone and put it on instagram you might see it it's like i hate to say it's like work giving them to your guests um but it's like maybe maybe if you had like the instax and then be like here's the bucket to throw them all in so you get them i just feel like when i see it they kind of they disappear or they end up on a table and then they go somewhere else and they're just kind of on the table.
0: Yeah, I mean, and back in the day, people used to wear like use the disposable cameras yeah. on the tables, each table. Which that trend is coming back, but like like you said, like any type of selfie, selfie yeah. stations, um, you know, photo boots. Yeah, photo boots are on trend, uh, and you know, I that's been on trend for a while.
1: Yeah,
0: um, it's just something really cool, really different.
1: Yeah, and it's just the other thing. My two cents about the the Polaroid and the Instax kind of thing is. Those are actually like they're film, so they're not gonna do the same thing that your phone does. You pull out your f- your everybody I feel like is so used to pulling out their phone. Your phone, um, looks at the environment, exposes correctly, uh, and takes the picture. In stack and Polaroid, they don't do that. So you need to like it's almost the the old way of doing it. So it's oh hold on, I have a Polaroid here. Let me take a second, and do I need the flash or do I not need the flash? It's like when somebody gives it gives that kind of thing to me i go like do the controls actually work because i can dial in something some of the instax ones you can't dial in anything some of them you just go cloudy to sunny is a guest that just gets thrown that gonna go hold on let me get the direction manual oh oh it is it is sunny right now let me switch that they're gonna take a picture and maybe it's on sunny and you're inside or vice versa it's on nighttime and you're outside it's gonna Be a black frame or a white frame it's not going to be exposed correctly so i feel like it's fun to give them out and if you had a like i think the outcome everybody wants everybody wants the outcome of all these fun cool party pictures of their instax but i think people have forgotten how to take a second and like put the uh settings into the camera to make a good photo the amount of times i've seen just yeah like oh it's black because it was on outside mode oh, I didn't even know it had an outside mode kind of thing. So it's like, it's yeah, I don't know. If you have a, a group of friends and they all are savvy with those type of cameras, maybe that's better the way to do it. Do a little training thing before. Yep. I
0: don't know. And also too, um, there's other ways to collect your guest's Photos. I mean, obviously the trend is getting more photos and guest photos. Um, you know, we did a podcast episode before this when this is our three part series about wedding photography and just trends and whatnot. We did talk about one of the weddings that we did where the priest or the JP, I forgot which one it was, but he asked everybody before the ceremony to take a selfie of themselves and send it to the bride and groom and then basically shut off your cameras for the ceremony. But I thought that was so cool because everybody's getting a selfie. So obviously you you know, the trend is was has always been have a hashtag so people can tag your hashtag when they're at the wedding and taking pictures but you're right the trend right now is getting photos from your guests and your guests partaking it whether it be a photo booth or like you just said you know, disposable or the stackables another trend is drone shots yes having a videographer who comes with a drone but also too now people are hiring a drone companies just to come out just to take one big aerial group photo I'm seeing that a lot or just incorporate aerial photos and video from above
1: mm-hmm. and the thing you got to think about with that is just, is it in an airspace that you can't fly? Is it um, windy that day? Um, does the person have insurance or that kind of thing? Um, we were at a a, a place <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the videographer just had a drone and just went whoop, whoop. And it was at one of the mansions and a whole lot of people came out of nowhere and said, take that down. You're not allowed to do that. Um, in this historic place. I mean,
0: and yeah, imagine space. that. They
1: have a stained glass window and somebody just goes
0: and yeah, it also flies too, like, into like There's a lot of air traffic areas that you can't fly over. Totally. There's a lot of private properties that don't allow you. So if you're going to hire this company, you're, that is a great tip Dan. Just make sure it's an area that you can fly. Uh, what we're going to do, Dan, is we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and I would love to talk about trends that have faded out that we would love to see come back.
1: Ooh, nice. I love it.
0: I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, I encourage you to check out our website at sarazarella.com. And don't forget you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And I would so appreciate if you left a fabulous review on Apple Podcast. Even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support. And now let's get back to the episode. Well, welcome back to Wedding Secrets Unveiled podcast, friends. So before the break, Darren, we were talking about trends mm-hmm. that were kind of on point and our thoughts on it. Let's talk about trends that we've seen go and we wish yeah. we could come back because, hey, listen, to be trendy is to be innovative and bring it back, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I've seen kind of go – that I would love to see it come back is the birdcage. Mm-hmm. So obviously the veil is a staple, it's here to stay. Different types of veils, different types of lengths. Um, there's obviously flowers and people who do wear a veil don't. But the birdcage, the birdcage was really popular like seven to 10 years ago. It That should really come back. It is such a great fashion statement. And it's so, like, it's just a great trend. I want it to come back. You know what I just thought about, you know,
1: I think, I think, um Not, like, going with our trend of, like, you know, strapless or tiny straps or something. What's wrong with the sleeves? I feel like people could totally rock
0: So that's on trend. So Is that coming back? It's the removable sleeves, in and out. That's on trend. I've been seeing that. Also, too, cascading bouquets was definitely something in the 80s. But I've seen people do it correct and different.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: um, So cascading bouquets, if you really want to be different... And, and you'll bring back a trend that used to be there, that's something to look into, but it has to be done correctly, not like the 80s, but bring. I've seen it done correctly. <laughs> and like you said, with the shoulders, like the, det- the sleeves are definitely something that we don't see a lot of, but that the, what's on trend right now is the removable sleeves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, twinkle lights, that is something that, you know, I think what happened is you know, a lot of venues don't allow you to have candles, like real candles, or there's yep. like, you know, there's requirements to have them like submerged in water. Yep. So a lot of times people would use twinkle lights, which, you know, that was really popular during the era where like rustic weddings were happening, like, yep. like you know, like five years ago. Sure, sure. I've seen that slowly die out. Mm-hmm. I, I love twinkle lights. Yeah, and I think they've
1: gotten replaced by those like bigger bulbs, string lights.
0: The bistro lighting.
1: Yeah, and but it's like, it's always really long, and every, like, three, two, three feet, there's a bulb. And it's like those warm bulbs, right? Which look really cool. That's the
0: bistro lighting. Yeah, 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 and
1: it looks really cool. But, like, twinkle lights, there's so many of them. When you photograph and you let that part go out of focus, ooh, it looks really cool. The bistro lighting, almost, there's not enough of them to be
0: <laughs> and the twinkle give lights, that effect the twinkle, twinkle lights cast that very moody like candlelight feeling where like the bistro lighting you're like you're right it's a staple it's like, not a yeah. staple I mean it's it's a it's, it's a cool looking st- it doesn't it's photograph a as well right it's a unless
1: they're in a very specific mm-hmm. orientation I guess
0: so now like some trends that we've seen starting to go away that you know probably is best right now to go away yeah. Yeah. Um, is long speeches and like speeches with roast
1: yeah I was gonna say you don't when I start, when we started, or when I started.
0: 20 years ago. 20
1: years ago. Uh, a lot of like, mean, dare I say mean roasts. I mean, I remember one, um, yeah, just like, he couldn't wait to just trash his brother. And it's like, ugh, you don't need to do that. Um, but no, every, everybody's now is nice, you know, concise. Um, I mean, if everybody was a little bit shorter, um, you know and maybe don't be nervous but i mean who's not going to be nervous but nice flattering cool
0: yeah and we had a whole episode about speech writing so that mm-hmm. that's something that like, you know what it is the key of the game is everybody wants to one up each other so everybody's going to google and like googling things like let me if you're googling something i'm telling you right now it's been done right yeah, yeah. it's just been done like how many times have you heard the same thing over and over and over again you know they got it off google so the name of the game is just Real, like um, qu- uh, quantity over no sorry qu- quality over quantity like short sweet but really important speeches I mean speeches are such an uh, important part but I'm with you like that mm-hmm. the roast has yeah, been out the roast out, is
1: out and it's out and
0: it should stay out Um, garter bouquet Dan
1: Yeah, I, I don't like garter and bouquet I think bouquet can be fine but it puts a lot of pressure on people I feel like I feel like half the people usually are like my god let me get up there half the people are like holding like holding their hand in front of their face they're like embarrassed and it's kind of an embarrassing kind of thing um but the um when it's the the full effect is doing the garter too um which i feel like is just it's like more archaic it's like not really i don't know and i will put my hand up there and i will say every time i've seen it the gar- the bouquet, and the garter toss, it never ends up, like, awesome. It always is a little awkward, and the number of times I'm, the number of times I've seen a little kid, a little boy especially, catch the garter, and then get a lot of attention, they don't understand, and they just get super embarrassed.
0: Okay, so listen,
1: yeah,
0: hear me out on this. Go ahead. Okay, just hear me out chicken dance
1: we haven't seen a chicken
0: listen I'm telling you right now you guys want to be on trend bringing back the chicken dance is is amazing like how fun would that be like one one song have some fun and like because people always like like that was used to be the ad like you know I'm a DJ I won't play the chicken dance okay so we get it nobody plays the chicken dance bring it back
1: you know it's no well maybe like arguably but i'm gonna say it's no dorkier than the cuban shuffle oh my god
0: we well, see the cuban shuffle needs ago. go yeah that's okay. like our, there you go that's our
1: yep yep
0: chicken dance but i'm telling you the chicken dance and by the way just anything that has to do with your culture um you bring that back like if you go mm. go research your culture there that that is timeless oh you know what i know we're going on the subject of what was not trending and stay that way but I, we did skip one thing I was wanted to think about yeah, yeah. when we were talking about trends I want to bring back which obviously was chicken dance yep. but another one is receiving lines mm-hmm. so like hear me out okay receiving lines are going away but I really truly feel that we should bring them back but in a, in a, in a timeline format yeah, so, yeah
1: with a caveat
0: with a caveat right so a lot of times people are getting rid of receiving lines because it took a lot of time build it into your timeline do a receiving line and then that way you've said you, you said hello to everybody and then therefore you don't need to bebop around at each table at your reception and you can just as a couple eat your dinner and enjoy your guests. You also if you end up doing a first look and you want to go to your cocktail hour, you don't have to go and see everybody. You've done it. Yep. You've done it. Yep. Which by the way first looks are a super trend they're here to stay. Mm-hmm.
1: They you, just make sense on they every They make sense on every, on every, every form. Um
0: you know obviously cocktail hour was invented to give your guests food and drink while you disappear to take pictures well why not have a first look we have a whole segment on first look so you should listen to that episode you because a lot of times people say i want him to see me or her to see me for the first time when i'm walking down the aisle i promise you you will get that wow effect and even you'll get it again when you're going down the aisle because at this time the music's playing you're being given away and you so you get two wow effects i'm not going to go off on on a tangent about first looks but first looks are a trend and they are here to stay um but going back to what we were talking about trends that are going out that should stay out large wedding parties
1: yep yep i mean we had some doozies last year and the year before it's just too many uh and keeping everybody um you know uh, focused um i mean when you do a bridal Party picture. You kind of need everybody. And if there's 10 plus people, um, that's a lot to I got to go to the bathroom. I got to get a drink. Oh, uh, I'm on the phone. It's it's so many. And I I think like a like maybe like a a teacher would understand that with a a class of 20 and be like, everybody pay attention. You know, oh, well, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, and it's it's it becomes very tough.
0: And, you know, I'm not saying that having a large wedding party is a bad thing. I'm just saying that with COVID, we saw a lot of downsizing in the guests. Now, obviously, guest count was coming back, but we're still seeing a downsizing of wedding parties. And and there's a lot of pros with that. So just really think about that.
1: But if you do have a large wedding party, things that can help are if it's if everything happens in the same spot, the more travel, the more people compounding. People going to the liquor store. People uh, doing this. People splitting their pants. I don't know. It,
0: it just it just turns into a lot more of a pageantry. More about like you guys as a couple. I mean, there's yes. a whole reason of why you know larger wedding parties are. I mean, it's a lot more money. Yep. It's a lot more time, a lot more people involved. Yeah, but, you know, you can incorporate them in your pictures if you want some friends to stick around for pictures, you know. But that's another reason why it's a lot more people with pictures. So You can do those pictures at the reception. Yep. Um, just, you know, wedding parties in general. Um, And then the final thing that we've been seeing on trend is fireworks mm-hmm. that are – They're slowly dying. They're slowly dying out. The wow effect of fireworks are great for an effect, but for picture purposes, they just don't capture the half the time that you see fireworks in a photographic picture. There's a lot of other stuff going on there with post production.
1: Yes, because I think when you you're whatever you're on a mountain looking at some fireworks and you're oh my god we're so close or oh my goodness we're so close, um, you're and then you try to photograph that, like the wider the lens, the further things that are far away look, they look so small compared to you. So they don't get that grand, um, the grandness that you're actually feeling or seeing, right? It, like if you're really close and it's, they're blowing, you know, ideally what you want is the, the couple, the sky and the, the, um, the sky is full of an explosion firework. You know how close you'd have to be? You'd have to be burnt by part of the firework to get that close to get that shot. So, um, yeah, often a little bit of photo magic is, has to go in, which is fine, but it's like manage your, managing your expectations, I guess.
0: Yeah. So I hope that everybody enjoyed this week's episode of Wedding Secrets Unveiled. And you can find us on our episode show notes and on our blog, which is at sarahzarella.com backslash podcast. So thank you, Dan. Woohoo. Thank you for listening to Wedding Secrets Unveiled. I appreciate you being here. And hey, if you enjoy this episode, I want to tell you something. I encourage you to check out our website at sarahzarella.com. We love photographing while having fun, of course. Check out our podcast page on our website for our show notes along with upcoming episodes with your local wedding experts. Listen in as we help you plan your epic event. And don't forget that you can actually subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate if you left a review for us on Apple Podcasts, even better, share it with a friend. It's a great way to show your support and let us know what you think. If you know any wedding experts that would like to be a guest, We have a link directly on our website where they can let us know. Thank you for listening.